So I was driving down here, by the way, and I was thinking about the conversation we had a couple times ago when Darren wasn't even subscribed to the, to the episode. Do you remember that? And what, we were, and I, we what were 10, episodes, 10 episodes in? And to be honest, I was a little salty, to be honest. So I'm like, dude, all this time and effort, wait and you're minute, not even subscribed to your own yeah, show. I did. Yeah. And then you had to walk him through it. It's like, well, not even well, like he even tried. Like, yeah. he just had no idea. Well, and that, thank you for saying that. The, the cooler head prevailed, and I yeah. thought, well, you know what? It's not his fault. He's pretty old. And it's it's, it's <laughs> a hard app to navigate. So well, maybe people I mean, are about his day when like pagers. Pagers had one button and it showed the number that he had to walk to the payphone to go call. What the hell do you know about calling pagers, him? man? Well, what but, the hell do you know about man? Pagers? I know pagers. No, no, I know pagers. Not. I never no, had one because I couldn't afford one. <laughs> but I never had one. Pagers. But seriously though, some people may not know how to. They just click on the link that that you post or whatever. Maybe they don't know how to. So let's walk it through again. To, to new listeners that maybe don't know how to subscribe. Right, so again, phone. pull out your phone, whatever you're doing, take a second. Tyler and Darren are on their phone for different reasons right now. That's okay. No, I'm looking at it right now. So go to the Darren Woodson show page on your Apple podcast app. But yeah, well, what if you don't have an app? Well, podcast? so here's the, here's the <laughs> truth. Problem, here's the truth. I don't know any other apps. I don't have any other apps. So if you're, if you have Spotify, you're on your own. Google it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, cause we, you know, we, it's common for us to have yeah. an iPhone. Well, I mean, 99% of people have iPhones. So we're just going to go with... <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so we're going to go with the Apple Podcast app. There's a purple circle with three white dots in the middle. So press on that circle, and you'll get a little uh, icon that pops up. And two Somehow rows down... Darren ended up on Candy Crush, by the way. I'm looking at his phone. <laughs> I'm stuck. Two rows down, you'll see a word that says subscribe. Just press that button. That's all. And then right above it, share. Share with some people. Because, again, we've had a lot of downloads. This has been an awesome podcast so far. You guys have received it well. But keep sharing it. That's how this thing's going to grow. We don't do a lot of marketing other than Instagram, which I'll talk about in a second. But the way this thing's going to grow is you guys sharing it. So we appreciate you guys for doing that. Speaking of Instagram, we do have an Instagram page. And as we get further along in this thing, we're going to start putting content on that Instagram page that you won't get anywhere else. So go follow our Instagram. It's at Darren Woodson. And here's some people that have been pretty awesome on our Instagram. They follow us. They like stuff. They comment. They're very, very interactive uh, or very active. And and we really appreciate it. Um, So hold on. Here we go. So I've got a couple of shout outs, Instagram shout outs that I wanted to do. You guys with me still? Yeah, boy, no, no, sure, yeah. Candy <laughs> you guys are so disrespectful. We got T Bowen four four six, Trevor Bowen, Chris underscore breezy three thousand. Hey, check out his Chris his full breezy. name. Like Chris, real Chris Breezy. Chris Lava Lava is his real is his name. <laughs> Chris Lava <laughs> Lava. John Z Sports. That's John Zaglul. Don't know if I'm saying that right. Sorry, John. JW underscore Texas. He's a big fan of yours, Darren. There you go. Uh, he also said he's a big fan of me. Tyler didn't say much about you. He actually mm. left you out of the conversation altogether. <laughs> he actually did, <laughs> didn't know who that third voice of the podcast is. <laughs> Who's that rando? Old, last one, old underscore drifter underscore. I, maybe old drifter is a popular name, which is why he had to do two underscores. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but that's Michael. So thank you guys so much for following Appreciate us. You. Share with your yeah. friends, yes, all that good stuff. Another thing I wanted to talk about is our download numbers and, and where people are downloading from. Yeah. 
out of the three, out of our three hometowns, who do you think? What hometown do you think supports the podcast the most? Uh, just by the question, just by the question asked, you know I know where it's going go. here. Yeah. I know where it's going <laughs> to go out there. But here's the door deal. to door. But here's the deal. This is like winning first place. Like, like you're the ugliest girl in school. Because <laughs> to be honest, it's pretty embarrassing that our hometowns, how how they're represented on our downloads. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Abilene is leading right now. One percent of our downloads come from Abilene. One. It's your mom and dad. One percent. <laughs> That's my parents, basically. <laughs> Clovis, California, is less than one percent of our downloads. Good Lord. <laughs> well, okay. Hold on. Hold on. So, hold on. My parents hey, moved here, so hometowns. less than one percent right, of our listeners. Target marketing coming at you. Clovis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get ready. So Abilene, one percent. Clovis. Less than one percent. Phoenix Chandler, less than one percent. Chandler, I'm, I guess that's where, that's where your mom lives, right? My mother lives. Yes, yeah. but so that, your I mother mean. is not doing her job. Oh, you gonna tell mama that? <laughs> you gonna tell mama that? I will not say that to her <laughs> face. You gonna say that to her no, face? I won't Thank say you. that to her Thank face. You. Watch but your just understand, guys, that you are our our own hometowns aren't even listening to us. Come on, man. So because we got to pick it up. Here. Yeah, well, here we go. Yeah, here pick we go. Competition is about to, yeah. all right. to get real okay. now. Yeah, right. absolutely. So you guys yeah. are dropping the ball, but we've got great listener, great amount of listeners everywhere else. It's yeah, just not so on our hometown. Here we guess, come. Yeah, anyway, here we come. so all right, um, Darren. Yes, was Madden out when you were playing? Uh, John yes. Madden was alive. John Madden. Yes. Listen, can I was he your first coach? I got a little humble brag. Okay, let's hear it. So I don't know anything about you know the game Madden that much, but I do remember being on the All Madden team. If you guys remember like the, the All Madden the video game All Madden team? no the All Madden teams like I'm talking about the video. reality that's great cool we can, we can Google that like, I'm you asking know, like the man used to come up with his bus on his bus because he never used to fly John Madden never used to fly no, that's he true. was the one that did the turkey deal yeah. right yeah the turducken yeah, the, the turducken yeah. the six legs yeah, yeah, yeah. you do your interviews on the bus that's, that's how pretty bad cool. Madden was back then yeah but yeah I remember the Madden yeah EA Sports EA Sports. You guys remember <laughs> So my question is, there sports. Uh, all the younger players right now are talking about their Madden rating. Do you remember what your Madden rating was back in the day? What your best no, Madden rating I mean, was? I never played the game, man. You never played with yourself? No, dude. I never played Madden. No. This was like, I guess if, if it was it came out. What year did it first come out? If I would have been a 2000 player, then yeah, yeah. I would have thought so. But it was like, you know, back then it wasn't. Certain guys and most of the younger guys that uh -huh. were coming to the league were playing the Madden So what year yeah. was the first Madden? 97? No, it was before that. Had was it? Before that. No, yeah. I don't know. I don't that's, that's Look it up. That's a good question for the Fact Google. check. Yeah, the Googles will, will let us know. All right, so, yeah, I want to... Were you ever a video game player? No, never was. Never was? Never was. So, like, never. if you played video games, which ones do you remember playing? None. Because, I mean, yeah, you were, like, None. 35 when, like, Super Mario Brothers came out, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I never was. Like, when I was a kid, why are you wearing your glasses? Yeah. I take a... <laughs> Why are you wearing your glasses indoors? Hey, wow. you know, you know when people, you know when people smoke weed and then their <laughs> eyes get all and they wear glasses to, to cover it up. They got damn glasses. <laughs> hey, true story. Back in college, some acquaintances of mine, I won't say who they were. Acquaintances. 
It's a good buddy. <laughs> you know how you get, you, I've never smoked weed, but your eyes get <laughs> You've never smoked. <laughs> your eyes no, get blood. conversation. you never smoked weed. I've literally never smoked not weed. Not once. Not once. Not like but inhaled. Listen, not, are you listen. just saying you never inhaled? You yeah, never, you never wrapped I, your lips I, I, around. <laughs> <laughs> so my See, buddy, you know, uh, he used to do that, like pass that smoke pass with his, yeah. with his, with his roommates, his buddies. <laughs> yeah, just don't let you, don't let any smoke out. <laughs> Put your lips all around my. <laughs> I know, but for real, you know, your eyes get super bloodshot and my buddies would put on sunglasses and they'd say they're, they're protecting people from their laser beams. That was really cool. good story. All right. So I've got some fact checks here. So 1988 was the first time that Madden appeared on a game and it was like a computer game, but 1990 was the first year of John Madden football. So, oh, 1990, 1990, yeah. So that's oh, yeah. before so you even. Yeah. Now, granted, I don't know. If, I mean, one, I don't know if they had ratings and all that then. But okay, so like, did you ever play like no. Mario Kart, like GoldenEye? No. I just Sonic never the got Hedgehog. into. I never got into video games, man. Never no. did. I remember like I, this dude. Y'all were yeah, here born. we go. Y'all weren't even born back then. But we used to have these this machine, the Atari. No. <laughs> What was the one before? Was there something before? No, listen to me now. When I was a kid, there used to be this machine, right? And it would buy all the listeners that are out there. That, is it that, the, is it that age, magnetic thing? That, no, it was. Oh. The, you used to put these little men on on this machine, and then you turn it on, and it would vibrate. Oh wow! And and the men would move on the on the on the football game machine. They would just vibrate, and they would. Move Interesting. It. it was no. That was no way. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's tell you. Of, so not to get off too far on a tangent, but what was the thought process by the creators? I don't know, but I had game? one. I had one. Matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you how I had one. So how did so you they, control the people? You didn't. You couldn't control it so at all. It was, it was just, just a vibrating machine. <laughs> so you just, put the little football it wasn't man a game. You just cheer on. So you're literally just putting yes. it on the thing. Yes. And just whatever and happens, scores, happens. Whatever happens. Whatever happens. Just turn happens. it on and let's turn, let's. And let, they just vibrate and they just move around. Let's just let magic happen. Just, yeah. So how did you know who won? You didn't. Dude, you just did. This you just, sounds like the worst yeah. game. It was, man, but it was it was a part it's of my It's actually technically childhood. not a game if there's no like winner or loser. Or point to it at all. Yeah. Yeah, you're just, just vibrating just people. Visual, vibrating people, man. A visual spectacle. And the guy that has the ball is the dude, one you really that's did. going the right you way. Really did you really did grow up in the hood. You got to touch them to make sure, you know, you're going in the right direction. But yeah, that huh. was the game back then. Now, I remember being huh. a kid. I was really young and and. That's, that's the, the weird. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is weird. You are Madden before Madden, bro. You are from the hood. <laughs> <laughs> is this a game that y'all invented? <laughs> Dude, we used to play marbles. You ever play marbles? No, no, no. Okay. I never played no. marbles. I know what it is. Real, this is real yeah. shit, right? Hey, this right hey, here is hood, real. Hey, that's hood right there, yeah. right? Like marbles. Hey, shoot, like marbles. shooting marbles, hey, bro. That, that thumb, right? That. Oh that, yeah. That, you could shoot marbles. You had that like weird, crazy shaped thumb. Hell yeah. What's the closest to death you've ever been playing marbles? Uh, none. I mean, we're kids, man. We're like, yeah. you know, what about jacks? Eight. Did you play jacks? No, we didn't play jacks. Was like that. That was you know the girls used to play jacks. We used to the dudes uh-huh. used to shoot marbles. Shoot marbles. All shoot right. marbles, homeboy. Uh, so those listeners that are out there, that the old heads, me. they yeah, feel the me. Old heads hey, shoot marbles the problem, and they graduated yeah. to uh, to dice, huh? Here's the problem with these stories: <laughs> dice. Uh, old no, people don't know how to listen to podcasts, so we just half yeah, of our audience is like, say, "What is he talking about?" Used to roll crap. Hey, and the, hey, thanks to you, thanks to you for that comment. The ones that do listen now don't because you just made fun <laughs> yeah, of thank you, man. Made yeah, fun of our, our made fun of our mature God. wise well, listeners. It's, it's like I, we opened up the show. Darren wasn't subscribed because he didn't know how to subscribe. Yeah, is really the. 
is really I what it comes man. down to. I wasn't a, a guy that listened to a lot of podcasts. In so the past. all that to say, keep supporting us. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Please, yes, <laughs> please help <laughs> us grow. Yeah. So what's dog. the topic today? So yeah. hold on. I'm glad you asked. Yes. So we thought it'd be fun to start a behind the scenes series because yeah, we don't want this to turn into a sports show, but I do think there's some cool things that you guys got to experience that, that most people don't get to. And so we have an expert today on, on today's topic. What's that? Um, because between Darren and I, we've got three Super Bowls, five, <laughs> five Pro Bowls. Yes. We've and, and we've never, never been cut. And we've never been, been cut. Never been. Yeah. And so we do have an expert. Mm. Who's, Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> we have an expert on said topic, which is what is it really like to be cut in the NFL? Oh, I'm out. I'm gone. I'll see you. Yes. I don't know what that feels like. <laughs> But I know Tyler's experienced it quite a bit, and and I'll and I'll, all joking aside, at least you had the opportunity uh, yeah, more so sure. than anybody for sure. for to sure. be in a position where you could be cut. So yeah, Hard Knocks does a decent job, I think, of, of showing the process. But there's some facets to it that mm-hmm. I think are interesting mm-hmm. that you have firsthand experience on Tyler that I think yeah. people would really enjoy listening. Well, at your pain, I guess. <laughs> my yeah. expense, yeah. So when did it start? Okay, what was it? <laughs> When did so, it start? How was your pain? Uh, what, so go, when did you go, know you sucked? <laughs> so like, go, so ahead and cut. go ahead and lay back. Let, let's go get comfortable down. here. And this is, you know, it's not, it's funny because we're talking about it right now. Yeah. But I, I want to start off by saying this. I, I remember cut day and I've never experienced that, that feeling of, of being cut, you know, and thank God, you know, that I didn't. But I remember working out with guys and it started the off-season program, March, April, when the off-season program would come in and everybody would be out there. How many guys? Tyler, 80-some 90, players, yeah, 90 players? Uh, yeah, I think you start at 90, and you go to end of training camp with yeah. 90 guys. So 90 guys in the weight room working out, uh, and you know that at, at some point through that off-season program and then going into training camp, guys are going to get let go. Yeah. Hey, but you build uh, these relationships – you build these no. You build these strong mm-hmm. relationships with with guys, because their ultimate goal is not only to make the team but to win a Super Bowl, win a championship. Mm-hmm. So you're you're it's a bond. It is a bond with guys. You just you know that that come on this team and you're working out together. You run together. You go out to eat together. You do all these things, and then you get in a training camp, and then they have cut day. And for me, it was one of the hardest days, and it, it is. I still to this day, it's the worst day mm-hmm. because. Your friends, you know that you know it, it could, this could be you. Mm-hmm. Like the, you never, you never determine when it's your time to go. The league deter- determines when it's your time to go. And when you see guys get cut, man, and and it's that day, like on a Monday or Tuesday after your final, you know, uh, preseason game, you're starting to see good friends get let go, man. It's an emotional time because this is their dream. This is what they've done all their life. Is the the ultimate goal was to play this game and to see so many dreams die because Tyler's story is a little different in the fact that Tyler, yeah, he's gotten released and he's gotten, you know, picked up and then he's got gotten released and, but he's, he's played in the league, mm-hmm. but there's so many that, that came into the league coming out of college that where when it's over, it's over. That's it. Go get a job, go right. do something else. And that's the hardest thing to deal with, man, is to see those dreams you know, those yeah. flames get put out. So, well, that, before we, but before we jump into there, from your perspective, you, you mentioned that you touched it on a little bit. What are your thoughts? Like, even though you were, you probably had a pr- pretty good feeling you were going to make the team every year. Yeah. Did you ever have any, and of course the, 
what you're going to say probably is, yeah, I always practiced and played like it was my last game. No. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. I want to hear the truth. Did you ever, were you ever like nervous? Oh, this no. might be the year. No. Okay. No, I was, I was never that's nervous. That's crazy. And that's, you know. Never nervous. Not even, not even a second thought no, in your head of no, this I, might my, be the year. My nerves, <clears throat> not until the end of my career did I start to think about, it was contract talks. Mm. Like, am I, maybe am I going somewhere else to play, but I knew I was going to play somewhere else. Yeah. But th- that was my last contract going in was probably the first time I had a little nervousness to think, man, I may not be a Dallas Cowboy. Hmm. And it took, it pushed us up to the about three or four days before that time could have came up. Then I signed another contract and then we kept moving on. But I never felt the, had that feeling going into training camp or an off season program thinking, all right, I'm, I'm on the bubble. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I'd never experienced that. That's amazing. Yeah. Because that is not, uh, as a fan, I know that's not reality for 98% of guys. Absolutely. But there's, I mean, with that though, I mean, there's so many benefits to that because you can play with freedom. Yes. Right. Like fear is a good driver. I get it. Mm -hmm. But there's also something about the freedom of being able to say, okay, hey, like I'm confident. Like maybe you're nervous for cut day. Like what is our team going to look like on the other side of this? Mm -hmm. Are they making the right decisions with the right guys? Like I know that guy's not a fit, but. I hope the front office sees the same uh-huh. the same thing. So I could see nerves there, but the freedom to think that like, hey, I'm not worried about my job at all. Like I'm worried about this team. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's something to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's why the the Darrens, the Tom Brady's, the Steve Young's, the um, you know Troy Palomalos, like those guys that have been around forever and have, were a mainstay in a franchise. Like that's why they excelled because it was okay. I'm going to focus on what I do and I'm going to focus on this team. Right. And the impact right. is just different. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a level of freedom that I never, never got. So, yeah. So for you, Tyler, yeah. and if you haven't heard Tyler's story, episode four, go back and, and listen to his journey to the NFL. We touched on it briefly. What, you know, the times he was, can you take off those damn glasses? Huh? No, nah, man. Yeah. Why are you wearing this? Cause I've had some feedback <laughs> that people are like, you sound different on, on, on the podcast. It's like, it's not you. So this is podcast Ben. Like you, <laughs> like like you actually sound somewhat intelligent. I didn't even know. How, I didn't know really know you. Okay. Anyway, go ahead and ask you. So it's like Superman question. when he when he takes off his suit and That's puts on happening. his other suit. Please don't compare. It, my glasses are <laughs> podcast Ben. Okay. So Tyler, as I was saying, go listen to that episode. Hear about his journey to the NFL. But I think it's so fascinating. And again, not being disrespectful, but nah, the cool, process man. of because again, hard knocks from any other day, like you are to me. Because <laughs> hard knocks obviously does a good job of documenting, but they don't follow individuals yeah. throughout mm-hmm. and focus. So for you, Darren just said he's never had to worry about it. You, on the other hand, I'm sure that was a constant thought in your mind mm-hmm. every single day. So yeah. what was that like? Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, and it, and it started even before the NFL because I played in in Canada, right? So I. Uh, hold on, let me go back even before Canada because going through the draft process the way that I did and and it almost felt like I got cut because I'd already in my mind made up my mind that I'm going to be on a team, like I'm going to. And then when you don't get the call and you don't, it's almost kind of that same feeling. Um, but then in Canada, the actual first cut is I, I played a whole year up there and I had these plans, right? And I had this, this route to get back to the NFL and it was through Canada. And then... You know, you get a call from a coach that now tells you you're not good enough, right? And it, t- it tells you that, you know, as nice as they can, right? Like, and coaches and, and executives that are, are 
reapers or whatever you want to call them that actually make these cuts, right? They get pretty cold because they really do see that it is a business, yeah. right? And so they're pretty blunt, like, I try to be nice and they try to, you know, really probably more for like, so the kid doesn't lose his mind and freak out and shoot everybody in the building, like type of deal. But, you know, as nicely as they say, you're not good enough for our team. Um, you know, that's a shot, man. Like, and it's, it's really hard if like you've ever been broken up with, like it's a similar feeling. Mm. Um, it's similar to like, because if you get broken up with, right, like I'm committed, I'm invested in this person and then they break up with me because I'm not good enough for them or, mm. you know, and, and that's what you think of it. It may not be the right fit. I mean, there's all these things, right? But that was the same feeling that I had. And then operating when I got into the NFL, always every day, coming into the building that I've got to re-earn my job every single day. Um, it's, it's not exhausting because I loved what I did. I loved it, but, but it is, it, it just makes really long days, right? Mm, it, mm -hmm. it, the days are just a lot longer. Cause there was a period where I was like, okay, I'm contributing. I'm, I'm not really at risk of being cut. Then like, ball was just different. Like it was, the days were better. They were smoother. They went faster. Like you just, there was just an enjoyment. Whereas like, and, and again, that was a couple months in 2015 when I was like, okay, like I'm the, I'm one of the leaders on the team. Like I'm contributing, I'm playing well. And you were with the Cowboys, Cowboys. at this Cowboys, point. Yeah. How many years were you in the NFL at that point? It was my sixth year, okay. sixth year. So and that's the first time you felt the first like, time. Yeah. Oh I felt gosh. like I actually like was like, okay. That's crazy. Um, but but at the same time, right, it gives you an edginess, right? Like, in at practice, I wasn't, you know, one of the things that when I, when I came into the Cleveland Browns, um, Joe Thomas and a guy named, oh gosh, what was Matt, Matt Roth, who was a linebacker, uh, they, you know, one of the things that they pulled me aside and they said, hey, look, when you get to the league, just understand, like, if what, some of these guys ask you to brother-in-law during practice or take it easy, like, you think those guys are going to pay for your family to eat? Like, don't worry no. about that. You worry about your own job. If you get cut, they'll never talk to you again. So why would you put yourself at risk as you're going through practice by not giving every single thing that you have? So that mindset to me carried through and I never could like let that go. And so like, yeah, I was kind of a jerk at practice a lot. I mean, I fought probably more consistently than any other guy on any team that I was on. Just because, like, yeah. I was that extra guy, right? Yeah. I was the guy the vets like, like, dude. Did you ever feel on. like when you went out, went out there, like your first year was the first time you got released was with uh, Cleveland? Was, was with Cleveland. Yeah. Did you ever feel like you were a camp body, or did you feel like coming in? Yeah, yeah, like coming in for a sure. Legitimate shot. Yeah, no. Uh, well, because they had drafted a kid, a fullback in the fourth round that year, so that mm -hmm. was that was the lockout year. So I felt like when I came into camp that I was a camp body like okay he's a second fullback i knew that they were never keeping two fullbacks on the roster um but it was probably the second or third day full padded practice where i was like man bs i'm gonna earn, i'm gonna earn this job mm. i'm gonna take it away I don't, it whatever that, i gotta it do it was that quick in the camp you were yeah like, yeah because no more of this fear let's just go yeah and and also too like right i'd only played fullback for less than a year at that point right because i'd moved to fullback in 2000 uh early or sorry yeah, summer of 2010, and this was like summer, yeah, summer of 2000, uh, 2011, no, yeah, summer 2011. So I've only played fullback for a year, and so now I'm thinking like I'm not experienced enough, I'm not good enough, I'm just a camp body. Like I was lucky enough to make the roster, go through the offseason um, with the team, 
And then now they're going to bring me in and, you know, they're going to take reps off this kid they drafted. Then I got into it and I'm like, no, man, I could be a good fullback. Mm. Like I really can. And so, yeah, a couple, maybe a weekend. Then it was like, now I'm just going to, I'm going to make this decision really, really hard for them. Cause I know that they've invested money in him. I know that, you know, he's going to make this team cause they're not going to cut a fourth round pick unless he totally, and he was a good kid and he was smart and, I mean, he was a Stanford grad. He ended up going back to medical school after he retired. Uh, really smart guy. But um, I was like, I'm going to make this really hard for them. And I did. And, you know, when it came time and how it works is, is so I went through training camp and 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 I'd earned the right to be on that team. And I'll, and I'll say that. And I, don't, and I very rarely say that I earn something or you earn something because I think a lot of it is opportunity that people give you and you take advantage of it. It's not you don't earn it all but you yourself, balled right? out basically yeah, you I balled had a good out camp yeah. yeah no doubt and and so they they couldn't keep me on the active 53-man roster so they had to cut me right they had to cut me to sign me back to the practice, practice squad, squad right which for me man my goal and i was on the practice squad the end of the year before 2010 um and so for me it was like okay i was on the practice squad i i achieved the dream of getting to the nfl but like Practice squad's not going to do it. I'm 26 mm-hmm. years old. I got to mm-hmm. start playing. And so when they called me in to cut me, the 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 conversation was, "Hey, really appreciate. I mean, you you had a great camp, and there's nothing that we really could have done, but we just don't have the numbers. We can't have two two fullbacks. And this was the GM giving it. Right. So not the guy that's on the field that's watching you, right? The mm-hmm. head coach Pat Schirmer at the time, or my running back coach Gary right. Brown. This was the GM. And so he's like, "It just numbers don't work." Um, you know, if you're available, we, we, you know, would like to sign you back to practice. Squad. I cold. didn't know what that meant. Right. Cause I'd never gone through the process. Yeah, explain practice like that cutting. Cause I didn't realize, I guess I didn't know that if you're going to be on the practice squad, you actually have to get yeah. cut first. Yes. Yeah. And, so and other teams get, get an opportunity. Explain that. Yeah. So, and I may butcher this just cause it's been a while, but, um, so until you're a vested veteran, three years and three games, right. You have to go through the waiver process. So in order to sign someone back to practice squad, you, they have to, transition downward mm-hmm. you have to release them and you have a 24-hour window to be claimed off of waivers from every other mm-hmm. team and there's an order that the waiver process goes through so like you know it's got to go through 32 teams that have the opportunity to claim you it's like the draft essentially right mm-hmm. and if they're on waivers okay hey we're going to put in a claim and we're going to try to ha- claim your contract how's that order determined do you know uh, I don't know the exactly. waiver order. Yeah, like, is it I literally? Just, I wonder if it's just right in a row. Like, it may be has something to do with the draft order. It might. I think it has to do with the draft order of the year. Something you're, like that. You're I, looking at me. I yeah. have no idea. <laughs> we need a GM on to yeah. explain yeah. this yeah. to us. So, so anyway, so you've got to clear waivers, and then they can sign you back to mm-hmm. practice squad. Well, they cut me, and my thought process is crap. Like. Now what? Like I, I, I'm on a team that I, I I like, even though it's Cleveland. Like I liked the team. I liked uh, the the trajectory that we were going. Um, and and I'm like, now what? Like you're gonna cut me, and am I ever gonna play again? Because he didn't really. It wasn't like he made a really concerted effort to let me know. Like, dude, we really want you. It wasn't until I left and I talked to the head coach, and he goes, Hey, look we're going to do whatever we can to get you on the active roster because to be honest with you, you are our best fullback on our mm-hmm. roster. So we want you to be on our team. We just don't have the time. We got to get there, but give us please. Like if you clear waivers, we were going to sign you back to practice squad and you know, we're going to get you active as soon as we can. And so I ended up clearing waivers just cause I was a nobody. I'd never played in a game. Mm-hmm. I, nobody really knew me. I just had preseason film, which, which was good, but no, I wasn't claimed. But what's that 24 hour 
wait like? You just sit it, in your hotel room and you're waiting, right? Is like, your agent in contact with anybody yeah. or with you? Or how, uh, not, are you hearing anything in those 24 hours? Yeah, so uh, not really, just because you know, team. My agent is putting calls out saying, "Hey, this right. guy's coming available. He's on waivers. Either claim him on waivers." But you don't really have a ton of feedback until that 24 hour mm-hmm. point, right? And mm-hmm. that's when the the discussions actually start, right? Because then now you're a free agent. And so I went through that, cleared, and I actually signed back to um, to the practice squad. And then at that point, you know, now Tiffany, my wife, is coming out to Cleveland to start to look for places. Mm. She's starting to okay, hey, we got to get an apartment. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna be there. We're, I'm gonna move out with you. And so uh, right after that, so now how it works is I signed back to the practice squad. Now how you can move is other teams can sign you off of the practice squad. Mm-hmm but you have to move up. They right. have to sign you to the active You have to roster. sign like you to the active you can't squad. Go to their you cannot squad. go from practice squad to practice lateral. squad. You That's right. Yeah. So you've got to move up. And so... Well, um, can you deny like the practice squad if, if they say you cleared waivers, nobody took you... Could you say, uh, I'm good, I'm not going to... I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But you yeah, say, absolutely. no, I'm not going to sign in the practice squad. I'm going to wait yeah. Wait this out yeah, I'm gonna and see, see if another team And I had, in like Miami, for for example, Miami was trying to sign me to their practice squad. So I had a choice, okay, go to practice squad in Miami or go to sign back. Wait, so another team can say... Because hey, I was a free agent. Oh. Mm-hmm. So because I didn't once know, I cleared waivers, now the negotiation process starts. Uh, I didn't know another team could say, hey, we, we're interested in signing you, but only for our practice squad. Yes. I thought it was if they if another team... But you, you, have to clear, you have to clear waivers. Clear waivers. Right. Yeah, you have right. to be a free agent. Yeah. Okay. So I chose to stay in Cleveland. Well, so as soon as I sign, then Chicago calls and say, hey, we want to sign you off. And this was Tuesday. Um, so final cuts, I think I cleared waivers Monday, signed Monday, and then Tuesday they called oh, wow. and they're like, Hey, we want to sign you on. Why didn't they claim you? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Because they're still going through personnel decisions too. Right. And then, and that's what the waiver process, especially the last day of camp is you got to wait for the dust to settle to see who's there. So before we're going to see if he clears waivers and whoever now is, is, has cleared waivers, then now we're going to go engage with them the uh, best okay. of the of mm-hmm. what's available after waivers. And so they called and and again to sign off of practice squad now you are guaranteed at least 3 games of active roster when you sign off of a practice squad. So now I was I, I it was actually a tougher decision than I thought it was going to be, but um you know they said hey we want to sign you you're starting on Sunday. You know it's Tuesday afternoon, mm. you got to learn our offense, you're starting on Sunday. And I'm like, well, but Cleveland really likes me. And they keep telling <laughs> right. me that, like, I'm going to be the guy. Uh, they're going to get me active. And then, you know, my, my wife was like, Tyler, like, you're 26. You're a rookie. You don't have a credited year. Like, you literally get a credited year if you sign, sign this contract. contract. Yeah. Like, a credited year. And, and what, she, Hold on. Sorry. What does that mean? It means you got three games. Like, three games are vested. Yeah. But you're talking about credited season. Okay. So, so, you, so what is that? So if mean? you're on the f- active 53 man roster for three, three games, games in one year, you get a credited season for what? So think benefits. It so, goes towards uh, benefits. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, Retirement, yeah. all that. Yeah. So say you only play two games in a season, you go into the next year still in year one. You're not in year two. You don't have a credited season huh. into it. Now, you may be in your second year in the NFL, but as far as benefits and pension go, it is not and contracts. So like there's a league minimum for every credited year you have. Now your salary goes up. Right. So in order to, to only if you made those three only games, if you made the three active oh my, games, yes. a credited season. This so is so then me. so then it's six games is an accrued season. Now an accrued season is different. That is how I'm sorry. Accrued season is when now 
what is accrued? There's something with, something with group. It's a different milestone, right? Like it's a, it's a higher threshold. If you have an accrued season, that's that's more benefit stuff, I think. I thought it was three. Well, I always thought three years. Three is three years. Three, three games. games is when you become a vested, vested veteran. Vested, right. but, that's when you get. But you have to have three accrued years. So there's there's credited seasons and accrued. So there's a difference there. Dude, you, this is I know it's this is way crazier yeah, than I, yeah, I wish I, I wish I could clarify it much better. But yeah, I no, no, this is, I no, this is great because I didn't know this as never playing in the NFL and being a fan. I didn't know. There's all sorts of different levels. The weeds man. you got to go through yeah. just to. But that's going. We're getting into yeah, the weeds. That, that's a, that's yeah. a different, that's yeah. a different so, conversation. I guess the, the question I would have was your first year. Yeah. Where were you when they came to get you? Were you walking into the building? You're in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and you know it was it was that day. Did you, okay? So yeah. what was your mindset? Did you think okay, well, I'm walking into the building, they're gonna cut me, or I yeah. think I made the team? No, so so that was I was in the hotel, right? And you knew by five o'clock or four o'clock that day, if they didn't call you by four o'clock on Sunday, that's fine when final rosters are due. So that's not just hard knocks playing it up. That's that's no. true reality. Yeah. Yeah. It's four yeah. o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So that's the camp deal right? right is is okay hey i'm in the hotel room i'm waiting i'm waiting i'm trying to keep my mind off of it and every hour that goes by like you're like okay like i'm i'm, I'm an hour closer oh, right to yeah, making the gosh, team right the stress of that and so i got a call in cleveland and that was hey come into the facility um and i can't remember the gm's name um at the time there's been like 19 cents too but um so i went in and, and so i went into the facility <laughs> to talk shot to the, there for the <laughs> I think there's been like three owners. Yeah, since I've been there. Did too. you know in that moment it's over? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Because so if they call you before, yeah, if they come you know in, yeah. yeah. And the whole playbook deal, like I, mean, I, I don't told know, you to bring your playbook. They didn't, man. Like that's kind of an overplay deal. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, that I was the the front. That was the front end of the iPads. Mm-hmm. So like you had film on iPads and stuff yeah. like that. So they may have said, "Hey, bring your iPad right. with you or whatever," because that's what playbooks oh. were on. So I knew what I was going into there. Oh. Now, other situations, so like mid-season stuff, is that's when you're sitting in your locker, you're in the weight room, yeah. and they're like, hey, uh, you know, GM wants to see you, or hey, grab your playbook, do that. So it's No, totally that way, that has to be so much harder. Yeah. Because you're, you're yeah. playing the full season never safe, basically. No, 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 no. Holy never. Sh- no, it's literally every day. So the only the only comfort you have in, in like, this is, this is how short-term sometimes I had to think was, Tuesday at 3.30 is the final cuts for that week. They can still cut you, but they have to pay you for that week. So the likelihood of them cutting you on Wednesday or Thursday is less than on Monday, Tuesday. So you get to practice on Wednesday, and it's like, okay, I at least get paid this week, right? And then it's like, okay, now I know. And now here's here's where it is, and you you can speak to this, is the guys, you know, 42 to 53, you go in and you look at that special teams chart. You see where you are on Tuesday. <laughs> I can deep if, snap. I promise I can deep hey, snap. If you're not starting on two, at least two special oh, teams. Oh, brother. That's it. Hey, good, good chance. Good chance. chance something's not happening this Holy week. Because yeah. the special teams coach is the one that knows that, okay, I'm going to have this guy available this week or not because I'm going to game plan around it. Yeah. Oh, my God. So that's, that's the first one. You know how many times line. as a mm-hmm. starter, like, like starting and then – Going into a special teams meeting and then hearing Alvazano or whoever the special teams coach say, hey, um, uh, this week you're, you're back at right wing. And I'm like looking for yeah. the back. We're talking about 4-6. 4-6 has been playing for the last three weeks. Then you're like, like oh, come oh, on, man. You know. Shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, or hey, can you? Yeah, can you learn? So you know, as yeah. a veteran, oh, right yeah, there, as a veteran, this guy's yeah. getting cut. Hey, yeah. there's, oh hey, there is, there is like a powwow between like special teams coaches and the vets because like you guys are their safety net. Like, hey yeah. man, can you can you learn left wing this week? Yeah. Or hey, can you think you can step in at left guard? Mm-hmm. Your thoughts, and, your and first thoughts, answer, like, dang it, I got to go play special hey, teams. And yeah. Their <laughs> answer, honestly, their answer could affect that guys exactly. because it's like really? not yes. coach. I, there's no way I, I can't do that. And he's like, all right. All right, maybe we'll ride with them for another right. week or something. <laughs> oh my! Yeah. God. It's brutal, man. Yeah, it's crazy. What a, so it okay, brutal. so you talk about the different things, and and so <laughs> we we talked about waivers. So there's the other thing is getting traded. So I played the year in Chicago. I got signed off of practice squad to Chicago, and then I go play the whole season. I go through training camp the next year, and we had changed offensive coordinators. And so the offensive coordinator, uh, Mike Tice, was a big tight end guy. Mm-hmm. Love tight ends. And so they drafted, they drafted a kid in the fourth round, uh, from temple, um, that was like kind of the hybrid guy. It was like a tight end H back. Yeah. Yeah, It was like an Mm -hmm. H H back guy. And so, um, was, it was much more athletic than me, uh, much better receiver, uh, but was not a fullback. Like by no means was he a fullback at all. No, 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 Mm -hmm. absolutely not. So I go in and, and I'd had a good, I'd had a good camp, um, and, and so then I go, they call me and say, Hey, Tyler, Lovey wants to see you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I walk in to Lovey's office. You know, you sit in the waiting room with like the five guys and like, Oh, you're here. What are you doing here? And yeah. I'm like, Mother. Uh, I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so then I, I sit, wait my turn. I was the last one. Like he came in and then he pulled everybody but me. And then I was the last one there. And, and then he, and I sit down and he goes, and he looks at me because, okay, uh, they, they tell you. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here to talk to you. And he goes, uh, they haven't told you we're trading you. And I was like, what, what I'm for sure thinking I'm getting cut. cut right. Yeah, for sure. He goes, Oh yeah, man, we're, I think we're finalizing a trade with you. So just, oh. just hang tight. And so I was like, all right, cool. He goes, just go run downstairs, grab something to eat. So I'm downstairs and this is the time you can't eat I'd been there moment. for, no way, no way. So <laughs> do you have any idea who they were trying to trade you to? No clue. I, I didn't know anything. Dude, this wow. is your At life. All. Yeah. And he's just like willing to oh, on her way to, you because <laughs> Tiffany, Tiffany, we had just had Gia that last fall. So Tiffany, this is the first time that we're actually going to live together. So Tiff lived in California. So we're going to live together in Chicago. We were literally, she was already there and we were literally about ready to sign a lease at a house like to to sign for a year right like well okay wait wait wait. go go back on this when did this happen what was it what what game what game was this? no this was after training camp it was right at the training yeah so so same thing as cleveland final cuts on sunday right right right. and so there's a team meeting at four o'clock well i'd been in lovey's office all day and Mm -hmm. so to the point where he goes okay we're working on a trade go downstairs so now i'm downstairs while the active team the guys that hadn't gotten the call all walk by oh, right no. and they're like klutzy what do you we're going to the team meeting i'm like yeah oh, oh, wow. i don't know man and How it, was, embarrassing it was crazy was it's it's crazy right because and you've never experienced this darren but it's wild how immediately you are on the outside both from them and yeah. from because i'm watching this team and i'm like that's not my team like it's yeah. a weird. And you're in the same building. You're in, a, you're in the feeling. same building, and it's not your immediately. Team. You know it's like I don't. I don't yeah. even know what you guys are going through right now right. because I'm not a part of you guys. Like oh. immediately, there is something. And I remember sitting in the uh, the little dining hall there and watching because there's a door and then there's a second door, so you can kind of come in like that. And I remember watching walk through, and I'm just like. Yeah, dude, these these guys might as well be in Asia right now. Right. They're so far away from mm-hmm. me that like I don't even know what they're going through. So I got traded to Houston. 
So finally, you know, got a call. My my agent called me. And he's like, "Hey, uh, got you traded to Houston." So the team didn't tell you this. Your agent. My told agent you this. told me. Yeah. So, so you're you're on the wait. You have your phone sitting there. right? Yeah, I got my phone. You're yeah. outside of Lovey's office. No, I'm now down in the dining Dine, the, okay. the cafeteria. Right. Right? So, so when you get this call, you're just like, oh, I guess I'll leave now. I mean, yeah. Well, no. And I went back up and I talked to <laughs> I went back up and no, talked to Lovey. I guess I'll see yeah. myself out. Guess? Yeah. <laughs> So are you gonna escort me out? I mean, Can I grab a corn dog on the because, way out. Hey, hey, you know, you know for dang sure, I'm filling up that trash bag with all, 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 gear, all, all my gear, gear all, all my gear, and I'm taking all it. All your stuff. Yeah, yeah, I need an extra jock yeah. just in case. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Tim. Uh, uh, is it? Oh gosh, was it Tim? Tony. It was Tony, the equipment guy in Chicago, the legendary equipment guy. He's like four foot seven or eight, like mm. literally tiny, tiny little tiny guy. Tim. Uh, tiny Tim. <laughs> Tony, I think it was Tony. Tony. And uh, and so I went to him and I was like, "Hey man, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need my jerseys." And I'm gonna need. He goes, "Yeah, there's 250 bucks. So it's 250 bucks for Whoa. a jersey, and it's 250 bucks for a helmet." And I, and I did not get the helmet, but I got a jersey. Got a jersey. I got a jersey. You had to pay for your. Oh own yeah, jersey? I always do. Yeah, always. now granted, like guys like him that do do these jersey swaps. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, no big yeah. deal. That's another. I, episode, I don't notice it. I don't notice it. I never did. We never yeah. did jersey swaps back when I was playing. Yeah, yeah. you guys are too friendly now. Yeah, All right. Sure. So so I get traded, and and so a trade and being claimed off of waivers are similar. Because your contract, it, it, we're, we're not filming this, but your contract is still active, right? <laughs> so, so the contract that I signed with Chicago the year before in fall now is Transferred. traded right. to Houston. Mm-hmm. So Houston okay. holds that contract, right. and I signed a three-year deal. And so, so then I get go to Houston. I play in Houston. Well, the next year, the you played all wait. all year. All your active roster. Active roster. Okay. Go through the offseason, go through training camp the mm-hmm. next year. The same thing happens. Mm. Final what? cuts go. I get a call. I go to Gary Kubiak's oh, office. No way. And he's and he's like, hey, hold on one sec. We're working on a trade. Like again. Holy and I'm like, cow. what? Ended up they didn't get a trade. They didn't get a trade done. So then they ended up releasing me. But it was it was wild because they gave this was Friday in Houston. They like had this conversation early. Well, I didn't know what happened. They did not actually put me on waivers until Sunday. Oh. So I sat all weekend knowing that I'm not going to be on this team. You didn't get the mm. trade done, but they didn't put me on waivers until Sunday. So I'm still in the facility, like getting treatment, doing stuff. Like I'm still there yeah, right. because nothing has been done, right? Like right. they're just like, we're still working on something. So I'm still there. You're not going to be here. But like you're not going to be yeah, here. Something's going to be done. But you still went and got treatment. Did all the little. Yeah, things? I mean, I because I, I had, had some free food, free, food, food, free, was, food, right? free hot tub, working out. Free, yeah, working out, right? <laughs> free weights. <laughs> free weights. Yeah, the Arr. weights never take a rest. Arr. You know what you can't cut is these curls. <laughs> so so then so with the difference between going from Chicago to Houston is I got claimed off of waivers from Miami. So same same thing. The differences are, so you still <laughs> claim your contract, so now they own the same contract that I signed in Chicago, right? So it's the very same contract. You can't renego- renegotiate no, 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 no. <laughs> claim, claim, take everything. So which sucks is, so I had an agent when I signed in Chicago. During the year, there were some issues. I, I got... I got fined a couple times, and he he ended up costing me a little bit of money. He's a great guy, but cost. So I changed agents mid year. I fired mm. my agent. 
Well, he gets paid on that contract. Oh yeah. So my new no agent, what. no matter what, my new agent Working that for I, free. oh yeah, for three years oh. he worked for free. Goodness, come Lord. on, man. Yes. I would have negotiated a trade time, to Houston and then to Miami and then so two years, two years technically, and so, so, uh, but the other thing that's different is when you get traded. The team is responsible for moving expenses, any anything that's incurred right. by that. The, the team, team pays the team for your moving pays, expenses. Pays for all that. Wow. Mm. So like shipping your car. Oh no. Yeah. yeah moving van, all that. So right. they pay for all that. When you're claimed off waivers, you're the stepchild. They're like, man, figure it out. So no. when I got when I got claimed, I found out again it was a Tuesday at three o'clock. I get a call from my agent. He goes, and this was right after the LeBron deal. He goes, you're going to South Beach. <laughs> Taking I'm like, my talent cool. To South he Beach. goes, all right, Miami's calling you right now. So they literally clicked over to Miami. And they're like, hey, we got a, a plane ticket for you. Um, it leaves in an hour and a half. Good. And I'm in the south side of Houston. Trying George to get Bush to airport, right. port is yeah. like an hour and a half north. Mm-hmm. I'm right. like, I don't know if I can make it. They're like, leave now. So now <laughs> I've, we've got a house. Hey, we're got, not paying for a, no, 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 no. For a later Leave flight. now. So I've got a house that we've been we'd been in all year. <laughs> and <laughs> Tiffany's pregnant with our second child and have a two year old and Gia or uh. almost. She's not even two. She's almost two. And I'm like, you got it. You could you pack this, this up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Tip, Miami. Miami. That tip like. I threw up the, the deuces. deuces? And, oh my hey, god! Because I couldn't do anything. You're terrible. Because, because I had I had meetings at six a.m. the next day, so that was the last flight that I could get into Miami. As it was, I didn't even get into Miami till like nine o'clock that night, and mm. then had to go up to Davie, Florida, where the facility was. Anyways, so she, thank God, we had our church and our in our in our like small group, right. and a bunch of the guys came over and helped. But she literally got an entire house packed in twenty four hours and on a moving truck, shipped a car. And was in Miami without having later. any clue this was about to happen twenty four hours previous. No clue. Was the monster dude. Jeez. No clue. No clue. Don't get so that, yeah. Bro. So Not that was. Chick. So that was every time. Dude, you're missing yeah. the. No. No. Ride or die. Chick, hey, she no. is one hundred percent. Well, no, no doubt. At one hundred percent. We no, talked dude. about in my other podcast, no, yeah. like all the crap that she dealt with, like just to get yeah, here. Right yeah. now, but, we're there. It's supposed to be the dream. And it's like, no, this is not what you dream about. When no. you're, when I had no idea that all this existed for sure. So then, oh my! So then I'm in Miami five weeks, and I talked about this a little bit in my story, but like, so f- this was the only time that I got cut mid-season, and so f- week five we're in New Orleans on a Monday night game, and uh, we come back. A bunch of defensive guys went down that game. Mm. Uh, we were injured left and right. And I actually got a concussion that night. I think I brought this up in the other when I was, but that was the only time in the NFL I got a concussion, and it was one of those Crazy. like it was on kickoff return. And I blocked a guy. I was like on the outside of the guy, the wedge. It was like the last year the wedge was the wedge buster. And so he catches me in the side of the head and boing, boing. yeah. And, and I don't know how I <laughs> got to, to the sideline. Don't know how I got to <laughs> the sideline. He's on night night. <laughs> no, and it wasn't even, and it wasn't even like, it was just a normal collision. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Go look it up on phone. It wasn't normal. About it wasn't, that. it wasn't like, yeah, there's nothing normal about a dude running 80 <laughs> no, yards no, no. as hey. fast as he can in your ear hole. Yeah. So it's true. It's true. So, so somehow I got to the sideline, but then I came back out because it was 21 personnel. Right. And I ran two, we ran two plays in a row. And you don't remember. No clue. And it was, and I remember, and I remember thinking, because Tannehill, uh, like I I had to ask him, I was like, hey, where do I line up? Like, what? He goes, serious? Because I was always the guy that, like, I had to know where I was, why I did it, the whole deal, right? Yeah. I go, 
where do I line up? And it was like a weird trap play where like I motioned from like eye formation, like right behind the quarterback. I motioned up to the tight end, came back, and then I and I came back across the formation behind the quarterback to kick Freak out, out a, a, a the tackle. Play you want tackle. Call, like a, when you don't know what to do. It was do. a wham play, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And it was like not the yeah, yeah you when, don't want that play. When called. It's a little fuzzy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure Wait, out what's I gotta up run and down. where? <laughs> so I remember I ran those two plays, but then I and it and it hit me, I'm like, this is weird. And I'm on the sideline and it was one of those deals where I'm standing on the sideline and I'm trying to find where the fans are. I couldn't tell where the actual fans were in the in the stadium. So I kept turning. The fans, to, the, the, the fans the, that cool it off fans, right? No, the fans, the they're all around the spectators. Couldn't wow. find where the I couldn't I'm standing there and I could not figure out how to look at the spectators. So I would turn, but then I always found myself looking back at the football field and I'm like, what the <laughs> okay, you say, yeah, dude, you're you're concussed. I'm concussed. Yeah, so point of the story, yeah. yeah. So so I go that and we had some injuries. So I get a call. Um, or I'm in the weight room at three thirty. Still next concussed. Day. Uh, it the fog had lifted. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I wanted it more than concussion good. did. So I just I willed it away. <laughs> you, you had coleslaw <laughs> coleslaw brains. <laughs> so. Uh, so I'm doing bench press and the Reaper comes down and curls and you know, for sure. Dude, what <laughs> a combo in, my, in Miami. Get, hey, I'll say this. If you're going to get cut, there's no better way to go out than doing bench press and curls. hundred percent, man. hundred <laughs> percent. So you get your bench. So I'm, I'm finishing the workout and the, the Reaper comes in and, and this dude in Miami was like, it's always the dorkiest guy too, yeah, right? It's hey, that uh, guy. Hey Tyler, grab yeah. your playbook. Hey, and, uh, um, you got a little power. Uh, Mr. Jeff wants to see you. Um, if you could just uh, skedaddle <laughs> on up there, uh, he would really appreciate it. So and I'm like, all right, let me finish my workout. I'm, I'm literally up ten minutes. I'm also he goes, no, no, you got to go now. I was like, I'm almost done, bro. And, and super <laughs> sad. Don't, don't, don't disrupt my pump. <laughs> The pre-workout is just now kicking in. My face is just starting to tingle. So, uh, so. My face. <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, man, that's how I live life, man. One pre-workout drink at a time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So, so I know what's going on. They, because you don't get called in on Tuesday to go talk to the GM right. unless something's going to happen. Ireland, Jeff Ireland. Jeff, yep, right. Jeff Ireland. So I go to my locker first, and I'm pissed. Like I'm because I'm like, man, I've been playing well. Like really, like why, why? And so I call Tiff, and I and I, and I tell her, I go, hey Tiff, um, I got cut, and she's like. Oh, okay. Like, why are you calling me? Just go to the trainer. Like, get it taped up. And I'm like, no. Like, I, I've been cut. Or they're gonna cut me, and I'm like, she's like, what do you mean they're gonna cut you? Like, go to the trainer if you've been, like, no, babe, like I'm getting <laughs> yeah, released like, here. And she's like, oh my gosh, I was like, I gotta go. They're trying to drag, they're dragging me up there. And I realize, and, I, and this is when I actually look at my clock, and I'm like, oh, these mother, so they're trying time, to cut me before time. four o'clock, right, East Coast time, so that they don't have to pay me for that week, right? Because it was a Monday night game. It's Tuesday at four o'clock, and I'm like, Darren, what's the unedited of version? of What he said? Oh. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. What the fuck? Why did I even walk in here? I should have never done those bitches that curls and shit. I should have stayed at the hotel. That's what Jemima was saying. Yeah. Y'all didn't know. Y'all didn't know this two hours ago before I got my workout in. 
Okay, was it mandatory for you to be at the at the at the facility yeah, at that time? Yeah, because oh, you had to be. Yeah, there. because you know Tuesdays are typically days in the NFL that you're doing all your scout work, yeah. right? Like you go in, you walk through some of the some of the plays that you messed up during the game, and then you start install for that week because now you've got to hit Wednesday full speed, right? right? You got to right. know you got to know what you're doing, why you're doing it, who you're playing against, all right. that. So it was because it was such a late night, Monday night games are so late that we didn't come into the facility until like one o'clock that day. Right. So it was, we got to sleep in. And, uh, and so that was, it was mandatory because now we're going to start meetings at four o'clock. Right. So same deal, right? Guys are walking from the locker room to the meeting mm-hmm. room and I'm walking a different direction, right? I'm going upstairs. This is agonizing. Yeah. And so I walk in and Jeff's like, you could tell he was in like a little bit of a hurry. He goes, Hey man, uh, really hate to do this. It, it, you, you've been great. Um, it, it's just, we, we got some injuries, uh, on the defensive side. We got to fill the roster spot and we just need your roster spot. We're not using a fullback enough to, to justify it, but Hey, stick around Miami because we're going to sign you back as soon as we get some of these guys healthy. I'm like, okay, well, what does that look like? Yeah. Just a couple weeks. I'm like, so you want me to live in Miami? Mm. We're paying like yeah. more here for a two bedroom apartment than I do for my five bedroom house in California, Mm -hmm. right? Like I'm not going to stick around. And he's like, but we really want to sign you back. I'm like, okay, we'll see. So, uh, yeah, go home. And and it's crazy because when I signed my lease in the apartment, there was like a, there was a 30 day out. Mm -hmm. Right. And because I signed it like after, so when I got claimed off waivers, they pay for a hotel for a week until you get your, your, your space. So we literally that next day, had to be out of our apartment or I would have had to pay for an entire exactly. year's right. worth mm-hmm. of lease. There you go. Yep. So we ended up, luckily we got out of it cause you had your 30 day period. Um, so yeah, we ended up loading up, putting it on a truck and going back to California. That Driving? Was, no, we flew. I wanted to drive cause this I was, was the throw up story. Yeah. This was yeah. that one of the throw oh, up on yeah, the airplane. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we ended up flying. I wanted to drive because like for me that, that does give me some peace. Well, Tiff was not. Dude, why did it. you say something about being cut concussed at that time? Cause you could have had a, because I was an idiot. Idiot. You could, yeah, you, yeah. What would they call it? Uh, uh, you could have got an injury settlement. Yeah, you could have yeah. got a settlement. Because yeah. I was an idiot. Yeah. Really, honestly. Because I was proud, I threw man. Up and I didn't want to. You should have threw up in Jeff Ireland's. I know. <laughs> 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 oh, for sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a business call here in, in <laughs> two minutes. You need, um, uh, so, right. so, anyways, the whole point is, is that we went home and it was hard, man, because it really just attacks who you are as a person. Mm. And you're like, I'm not good enough. Like I worked really hard for this journey and it really does feel like a breakup as and Miami was hard. That was Richie incognito yeah. year. Yeah. And there was all that, and that like, drama, all was, yeah. it was just drama. It was yeah. not. And like really Tannehill was <clears throat> like the only guy that I like really connected with on that team. Mm. And, and so even that it was really still hard to leave that. Um, and so that was, that was really the only time I was, I was released during the season. Um, and then with the Cowboys, uh, kind of a, actually kind of a crazy deal there is, uh, so I signed a two year deal with the Cowboys, uh, played through my contract and, um, come free agency. My agent was like, Hey, you know, we're going to ask for a little bit. We're going to ask for some guarantee. Like we're not going to ask for any more money, but we're going to ask for, you know, a portion of your contract to be guaranteed. Well, you know, the Cowboys were like, yeah, you're going to be too expensive for us. Like you had a really good year in 14. So we're not going to actually, we're going to go sign someone cheaper. So mm. they signed another veteran fullback kid from, he came from Detroit. He was with the saints for a while. Um, and so they signed him at league minimum thinking that I was going to be too expensive when I'm like, I'm not costing you guys you any more money. money. Right. Like yeah. I just want something to like, know that like, if you cut me tomorrow, I walk away with something. Right. 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 And because in the first time in my career, I actually like wanted a little bit of security. 
Well, we same deal. We stayed in Dallas for a little bit. Um, through our lease, we drove home, mm-hmm. loaded up, bought a trailer, loaded everything up, drove home. Two weeks later, I get a call back from the Cowboys, and they're like, hey, we made a mistake. We want to sign you back. back. That's awesome. So I signed an, yeah. a one-year deal back with the Cowboys at that point, and that was the craziest deal. I don't know if I told this, but the guy's name was Jed Collins. Good guy, super good guy. Um, but they call me on a Thursday, and this is another cut story, right? Like not by me, though. So they call me on a Thursday, and they're like, hey, we're going to re-sign you. Uh, we got a flight for you on Sunday so that you can be here at practice on Monday. Mm-hmm. So this is Thursday. So I like, yeah, awesome. Start making plans, get everything out there. So I come out, I get there early. I'm in the hot tub at like, I don't know, six, six thirty, something mm-hmm. like that. And I'm walking out and, and I wit had just walked in. I'm walking out and Jed Collins walks in like the same door. Like he opens the door as I'm walking out right. and he looks at me and he's like, What's up, man? You know, fullback's kind of a small community, so like you know who right. each other are. He goes, "What's up? What's up, man? What are you doing here?" Basically, yeah. Uh, but I gave him what? the same look. Like okay. these dudes knew Thursday, right, that they were going to sign me, right? Oh, Why yeah. would they do that to the dude, right? Mm-hmm. So he got blindsided that they oh. signed oh, he the knew. incumbent, he the he incumbent was, fullback. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now he's back, and he's like, "What the?" So you know what they made us do? We competed Oklahoma drill all day against each other. No, <laughs> no like, pads. Yeah. And then they told me they were going to sign me. Uh-huh. Well, crazy deal is, is I didn't sign the contract. I signed a waiver first thing that morning uh-huh. and worked out all day before they're like, Oh, we, you know, they're drafting the contract right now. Um, so just sign this waiver. So so it is a competition, hundred percent, hundred percent. And so I literally, it was all the off season stuff. So it was all just running drills uh-huh. and stuff like that. Right. And so, uh, I, I literally compete against him all day long. Had you everything. ever run oh. that hard in your life? Uh, you know, no, no, for sure. I was hundred percent motivated yeah. and, and more just the competition to know that right. there's another fullback there because in my mind, I thought that they had already made the decision to sign me. So it's not right. like hey, if he beats me in a shuttle drill, like it's right. not, yeah. but I was like, but I'm not going to lose to this dude. Right. No way. Damn, like, that's like open no competition. Right yeah. There. And so, had you torn your ACL or something? Screwed. No protection. Screwed. screwed. Goodness. Yep. It would have been a waiver. It would have been just like a workout. So if like they bring guys in to work out, which gone through that process, right? Is if you come work out and you get hurt, sorry, man, you signed a waiver. You're, you're out the door. No liability. Wash your hands clean. So I didn't, again, uh, ignorance, but I mean, that dude, he, he's, we're sitting in the locker and, and they pulled him out of the meeting. So neither one of us know. So we, we work out and then you eat lunch and then you go back to the film session and we're sitting there watching film, knock on the door. Uh, Jed, uh, Steven wants to see you. And you were like, oh. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. Wait, did you say oh, Jed yeah. or did you say Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> I know Jed just goes say Tyler. They're calling you. <laughs> no, 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 they're calling I'm you. Jed. So they pulled him out. They pulled him out of the meeting and then they cut him. And then when we get out of our meetings, he was back at the locker. And of course, like my locker right and next. his locker was right next to him. Did you make eye contact? Yeah, no, we talked. Yeah, we yeah. talked for a while. And, and Did they, they make y'all share a locker? <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> Just hang your hang your little laundry bag One in his locker. You same mouthpiece. Uh, Tyler, so, you actually have to clean out his locker for him. I know. So he's like, man, it sucks. Like, we got a place. We signed our lease. And I just shipped all my furniture out from oh, Washington. Oh, and it literally gets delivered today at 2 o'clock. So they're going to deliver it. I'm going to see if I can just turn the truck around and send it back home. Oh. 
and that was and that his man. and his football career was done after that. He didn't play another down. Man, so that's, that see, that's awful, the part, man. Awful. That's awful. I mean, people yeah. don't see the backside, the backstories. Right. All they see is what we do, yeah. or what guys do on Sundays. Yeah, the little bit behind the scenes. Yeah. But that is, I didn't know a lot of that yeah. process. Well, man, we appreciate you telling that yeah. story and being transparent with this. Sorry, point we made, is, sorry, it, we made so much fun of you. No, that's okay, man. The point is, the point is about about getting cut, though. Right? Is there were so many blessings that came from those those really bad hard times. Mm-hmm. And every time my wife will say this, like when we left Chicago, we thought it was the end of the world. When I when we left Cleveland, we thought it was the end of the world because it couldn't get any better than Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Then we went to Chicago. And then when we left Chicago, we're like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest. Like we love the community. We love the city. We love everything about it. And then we go to Houston and then we made unbelievable friends in Houston. And it was like, it got better and better and better. Mm. So don't let that cut stop your progression. If you get fired or you get released, don't let that stop your progression because it probably is for the betterment of, of your future. And it really, my life is better because it brought me into Dallas, which is where I'm going to raise my kids, which is where my parents live. My wife's parents, all because I got cut in Miami, all because I got cut in Chicago in Houston in Cleveland in Edmonton. All of those things happened. Like I got cut in Edmonton. Had I played in Canada, I never would have played in the NFL. Had I not been cut there because I never would have shifted to fullback and I never would have gone on that workout circuit and all those crazy deals I did. I never would have met my wife. I never, I mean, all of these things happen for a reason. So just don't let that stop your progress because although you may not in your mind be good enough for that team or that person or that company or whatever it is, you're the right fit somewhere else. Now you're on the Darren Woodson show and we're doing curls in a little. (laughs) (laughs) All right, team curls. Let's go. We appreciate you, brother. Thanks for the story, man. Man, that was crazy.